0: You are listening to WSIU. This is In Focus. I'm Jennifer Fuller. A new book chronicles more than 100 Illinois communities and how they got their names, along with early history of the Prairie State. I talked with the book's author, Laurent Pernod, for today's In Focus.
1: You know, I love this state. I think we're, in many ways, you know, people on the coast think of us as a flyover state. And then, frankly, people in lots of parts of Illinois think of us as just a drive-through state that you drive through to get to somewhere else. And I have found just some charming places. But I think think it all starts with a joke. Years and years ago, a teacher of mine said, you're French. And she said, oh, I'm from Paris. And I was like, oh, that's great. I started speaking to her in French. She's like, no, Paris, Illinois. So, and I was like, wait, there's a Paris, Illinois. Um, So, you know, I think I was... It was just one of those things, you know, I grew up I grew up on the Swiss border in France and um, I, I my parents are French, most people in my family for generations were French and I had a Swiss grandmother, but it would never occur to me to call myself Swiss even though I I grew up like a short stroll from the Swiss border. And it was it was really a, an amazing lesson to have Americans introduce themselves to me, you know, saying they're French. Um, because we stay so rooted to, we love Illinois, we love the US, but we stay so rooted to where we came from. And I think that became evident, you know, in Europe, you don't have places named after foreign places. You just have place names. And the fact that we have all these wonderful places with these exotic names was just so alluring. I said, I got to check it out, you know? Um, And I did learn a thing of two when I asked for directions to Vienna (laughs) instead of Vienna. and you know, most of the names at the end of the day were came from people who just thought they were exotic and fun. Uh, and that's probably why the, the pronunciation got lost. But there's a lot of places where truly they're rooted in the history of that country because the, it was named by immigrants from that country a lot of times. Um, and so sometimes the pronunciation has gotten a little creative over the years, but many of the towns are very much keeping the uh, the culture alive in their towns that that the, the country's named after, which is fun. And by the way, sometimes they're honoring a, a culture that the town wasn't really named after, but it's just fun. So it, it's been a pleasure discovering all these towns all these years.
0: Do you find that there's a reckoning at all as people really start to look at the roots of a region and they say, well, you know, particularly say in southwestern Illinois, where you find so much French influence uh, along the river there, but that they're also having to deal with the fact that the French moved into an area where an indigenous people had already settled and already created one of the larger ancient civilizations uh, in this part of the world. Is there a reckoning there? Is there something that people either are recognizing or or need to?
1: I think uh, I think kind of need to. Um, you know, I, having grown up in France, I I learned French history, but you know, we never learned how violent. Uh, we were to indigenous people. We certainly, it, it wasn't until I drove to Southern Illinois and I went to uh, Fort de um and, uh, and some of the other towns and St. Genevieve across the way um, and, and that I realized that the French had introduced slavery here. Um, you know, that's, that's something that we often forget about uh, as a state and obviously you know, there's just heartbreak throughout the stories of most of these towns. I mean, just how hard the life was for the settlers, just how violent it was, um, how many settlers got massacred, entire families, entire settlements. But while sometimes, you know, there's a plaque remembering that, there's no plaque remembering that the reason that happened is because we destroyed the village of the, you know, the indigenous people who lived there before, may have killed some of them, may have desecrated the the grounds where they had buried their, um, ancestors. So it's a very complex, fraught and violent, um, history. And I think it, it helps us to understand it. Um, and I think being the land of Lincoln, uh, all these years, which we deserve and, you know, just about every town is a Lincoln sighting, which is kind of fun. Sometimes they're made up. Um, uh, but being the land of Lincoln, I think we've, we've, in a way kind of given ourselves a pass on a lot of things that took place when in fact early governors of the state and other state leaders enslaved people. Um, there were lynchings uh, in the state uh, well into the 20th century that went unaddressed and unpunished. Um, and so, you know, but at the same time, I think we need to be, be careful to still paint a balanced uh, history. I think the a lot of the, the settlers came and obviously benefited and some of them took part in the eradication of the indigenous culture. And we need, to be, uh, we need to be more honest and forthright about that. But at the same time, there's just amazing histories. And going back to the names, the people came here, I think they wanted to, to honor where they came from with these, with these names, you know, or they, they were dreaming of big things. I think that's why a town like Thebes gets its name Because we're dreaming that we're creating these new cities that are going to rival those of of ancient history.
0: Laurent Pernod is the author of There and Here, Small Illinois Towns with Big Names. You can find more by going to our website, WSIUNews.org. I'm Jennifer Fuller.